Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher. And together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time. And I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Well, hello, beautifuls, and welcome to the Mel and Kel Show, episode 84. And we are in the new series of Pride versus Prideful. Is that what I want to say? You can say whatever you want. But pride is like the good part. Prideful is what we're trying to avoid. So don't you like that I said verse? Pride versus Prideful? Oh, you can say that. Yeah, Pride versus Prideful. I love it. Or what movie do you like that is Pride Pride and Judgment? Prejudice, Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. That is a great book. It's a good movie too. Way better book. Of course it is. Because every book is better than the movie. We know that. <laughs> Pretty much all the time. Yeah, exactly. Well, hi, Mel. <laughs> How are you? I am doing great. I love that it's summer. I love that there's time in the pool and that the light outdoors is like so bright all the way to like 8 30 9 o'clock at night you can still be out there I'm I'm in a happy place I love this time of year how are you doing this is my happy time too I absolutely love it but living in the new place that really isn't new new anymore it's like six months old is um has no air conditioning and it has no ceiling fans And I know some people are going to laugh at me because, you know, it's not Palm Desert where it's 120 degrees, but it's been in the high 70s, low 80s. And because my house is, it's windows on, you know, most sides, it's like a fishbowl. So it magnifies the heat and um, it's like Africa hot. And so, so let me just do a quick poll to all of our listeners. Curious, how many of you are feeling really sorry for Kelly right now? So her beach house that she can walk less than a block to be on the sand and put her toes in the water is hitting the high 70s. Well, it was 81 oh. yesterday inside. Oh, Kelly, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not feeling it. Okay. You- Poor baby. <laughs> but downstairs is cooler. So I'm going to stay downstairs. So I guess I'm going to stop pouting about my. <laughs> yeah, you know, just stop. <laughs> Backstroke. Here I go. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. As I'm looking at your gorgeous, updated, modern, lovely. Yeah, no, sorry. Well, and I think because I got too much sun over the weekend. Oh, yes. And so now I'm a little warm because of the too much sun. So maybe that is increasing why it's warm up here. It's getting hot in here. Yeah. (laughs) So it's uh, it's a little warm, but it is summer. It is beautiful. And I am so happy. 
Well, we hope all of you listening are enjoying something fun about your summer. We would certainly love to hear or see what you are doing this summer. So keep in mind, a girlfriend's friendship goes both ways. Like we're here, we're given all of the good stuff we've got to you every week, but we want to hear from you too. It's got to be a two-way relationship for sure. Yeah. I kind of laugh when I'm um, like posting and then I ask a question and the only one who some, sometimes answers it is you. So yeah. I'm like, wah, wah. <laughs> I really think that people are pulling away from social media. Well, come back. I need you. I, I feel stupid <laughs> doing it to myself. <laughs> I was actually listening to one of our, um, one of the podcasts that we both listened to, which is called Mind Your Business with James Wedmore. And he just interviewed Dr. Daniel Amen of Amen Clinics in Newport Beach. Amazing guy. We actually took our son Adam there in the fifth grade and had his brain scanned and found out he had four of the seven ADD strands. Like it, it's just amazing the whole studying of the, the brain um, and all that sort of thing. But it was, I was listening to him share all of that. And where was I going with this? <laughs> oh, you know, why don't we talk about your son having ADD again? What was that? <laughs> that is hysterical. I am dying right now because that never happens. That squirrel thing happens to me, not you. That is freaking Oh, and do you know what my squirrel was? So this is totally a sidebar. I mean, we're just going to be all over the place. I can already tell. My squirrel was you turned your microphone off. I, <laughs> I, saw, I saw the little red thing come off that come up that you were like turning off. And you totally sidetracked my brain because then I'm like, squirrel, what? what is, oh, is a train coming? So then I'm thinking train. I'm thinking <laughs> the dog's going to bark. And I have no idea. A where I was going loud Harley Davidson I could hear coming up the street oh. so I thought I was going to protect our listeners from that <laughs> you so, needed to protect uh, our listeners from me apparently <laughs> oh <laughs> anyway it is a really great podcast for sure everybody should go listen to Dr. Amen because he has some really great points about our brain and how to manage it better um but I really don't remember where I was going to go with that. And I did have a purpose. Yeah, I'll probably funny. at some point during our time together, I'll remember. And then You'll I'll bring it back. interrupt you. You'll bring it back. I know you shared with me earlier today and I was sharing with Ian about how he had mentioned something about smoking weed and how it does affect the brain. Whereas so many, he was getting hate mail because people were like having a problem with it. And then he you know, shared about what it actually is doing to the brain and aging people and the Alzheimer's and stuff. So yeah, I would recommend as well that people take a listen to that. We'll link it in our show notes so you can hear that as well. Yeah, we sure will. We'll go ahead and put that in. That's not what I was going to talk about, but that is a good point. <laughs> Such a dork. I knew you wouldn't be smoked talking about weed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's talk about um, pride, shall we? Last week we introduced pride and we talked about the difference between pride and pridefulness and basically how we just really need that balance of we want to be pleased with ourselves and our accomplishments, but we also want to be good sports when we play a game with Kel 
Cause sometimes she can go into feeling kind of superior cause she's like so good at the game she plays. <laughs> so yeah. And if you didn't listen last week, you're probably even more confused. Yeah. It basically I'm a really good winner and I'm a really good loser. And that is very <laughs> facetious. <laughs> this week we're going to talk about the opposite and that would be humility. And I'm so excited to talk about this, Cal, because I think people confuse humility with a low self-esteem. There's one we want, there's one we don't want. So I'm super, super excited to talk about humility this week. You up for it? I'm in. I'm in. I think it's cool because I think a lot of people like the definitions sometimes are going to surprise you. Like for me, like prideful, I always, I mean, in my head, I pictured prideful being a positive thing. So, you know, this is my education over the summer is learning a new vocabulary. So um, go ahead. Can you give me a definition of humility? Oh, I didn't look one up this week. You didn't? <laughs> what? I did. I just wanted I'm like, to- wait, you look up every definition. I'm like, what? Who am I talking to right now? Oh, I just kind of wanted to throw you off. <laughs> you, know what, you know what's really funny is that's your humor right there. Like your, your head goes back like, I'm so funny. <laughs> I did. I just cracked myself up. No, of course I went and visited Merriam-Webster who told me that humility is a modest or low view of one's own importance. Okay, that is a absolutely horrible <laughs> definition. Horrible. I didn't write it. I am just reading. Humility. Like, again, humility, like I picture, like use humility in a sentence before I picture it. Can you, can you say it in a sentence, teacher? <laughs> I feel like I'm in a spelling bee. Could you humility. use it in a... <laughs> um, let's see. We'll put that in a sentence for you. Let's see. Um... The young girl used humility when responding to, I've got nothing coming. Let me tell you, my mind. Okay. Can I just tell you that, like, right where you started, how many kids, when we would have to have them write definitions (laughs) for their spelling words, the girl was using her her humility. (laughs) The boy was prideful, period. Like everything was just like, (laughs) dude. Um, Let's see. The young girl girl said, thank you with a sense of humility. I don't know. I don't know how to use that in a sentence. Okay, hold on. The definition again is say again one more time. A modest or, see, I don't like the definition. It says a modest or low view of one's own importance. Can you tell me how you would write a definition, Mrs. Webb? <laughs> oh, if I were to define humility? Yeah, okay, I would. I yeah. would say- Yeah, I like that one, Cal, go. Let me go that direction for sure. I would say humility is when you are giving um, credit to another source for the things that you're accomplishing. Love it. Like, it's not all about me. It's like me saying, oh, I appreciate that you noticed that, you know, it was my mom who did my great French braid, 
right? right. You know, it's like, I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, well, my hair looks better than yours, right? That would be really prideful, but to be humble. Yeah, to show humility, you're being humble, which means you're not taking it all in like it's me, 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 me. Oh, thank you. Like I learned this from Pinterest or, oh, thank you. Like, I mean, gracious. Oh, gracious and humility, I think go hand in hand. Yeah. That's why the only thing I could come up with is the girl said, thank you. Like <laughs> in a tone of humility, like, like, you know, just not taking all the credit. I like it. Right? I like Pride it. is more taking credit and humility is not taking the credit. Right. That's I like how it. I would do it. No, but that's awesome. Here's the thing. So I, I was really surprised by this definition because I'm all with modesty, right? Like again, not making it all about me, but then it says, or a low view, a low view of one's importance. Well, I don't think that's what we're supposed to do. I don't think we're supposed to have a low view of ourselves. We were, you know, I mean, and again, I have low confidence then I picture like a low view means right. like it's not at the, the average or above average level that right. were so if you came in and I redid um my I did a painting like oh my Friday painting classes that I used to do and yeah. I would show you my paintings or my drawings and I was like so proud of myself yes like, that to me I and I always I always credited I found it on on um YouTube this guy just like did everything and we just had to pause it like yeah, I did it, but YouTube showed me how to do it. Like right. that to me is humility. And I was so stinking proud. Like, I think I could have framed some of my artwork. I was so proud. So I would I never have put it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, but I would never have taken it down. Like, oh, look at my painting. It, it's not really that good, <laughs> but yeah, I got it off YouTube. Like that, yeah. that we need but to that, talk to Mr. Webster. That one's stupid. Do. Because that definition literally says, or I love you. And, and again, like, I believe like, okay, so we were all created. Hold on, uh, wait, but that word low view, the last part of it is even more important to me. Low of our importance of our own importance. So you literally are just dogging yourself. Yes. And I do not feel that that is how or why we were created. We are of value and we are of worth. So worthy that we were created. Like, and again, whether somebody believes in God or, you know, whatever power, however you feel that we were created, like, I would imagine that most of us could agree that we, if, if we were created, it was for a purpose and not a mistake. And that alone gives us worth and value. So yeah, sorry, Miriam Webster, not impressed with this definition. That's two weeks in a row. We're, we're going to have to like start figuring something out here. We might need, is there any somewhere else we can get definitions because I'm, let's go to Mr. <laughs> Google instead. <laughs> we can check out and see, but Google's the one who takes me always to Miriam and Webster. Stupid. Yeah, Stupid. I know. So crazy. So I do think it's interesting because I think when we talk about like social norms, like what people say is acceptable or not acceptable. I mean, these are all the rules that we as humans are making and we don't all agree with all the same rules. A lot of times we have our differences, but. Are you talking about you and me? (laughs) 
<laughs> we have our differences too, which we I do. Love. Especially about following rules. <laughs> we definitely can different on some of those. <laughs> um, so I would say like with a definition like this, it's like, wow. So is social norms saying don't be pleased with the things that we do well? Like how many in our generation were raised to say, don't, don't, you know, don't be haughty. Don't, you know, lift yourself up too high. And is that the same message that we're now giving to our kids when we're like, we're giving them a trophy for every single little thing they do, even if all they did was show up for practice and yeah. Right. And we're like, just be proud, be so proud of yourself. It's like, wow, I see this pendulum swinging and I think it's interesting, but I think it also can be a little confusing, a little contradictory. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember how when um, when we taught elementary together back in the classroom and like we would do student of the month and we followed the same kids from second, third, fourth and fifth. So we had kids for four years in a row. And it's so sad that the kids who always got the student of the month were the kids the same year, the same year, the same. And like every year they got the awards. And you know, 90% of your kids don't get those awards if you have 36 kids in your house. And it just, it irritated the hell out of Mel and I because we didn't want to partake because it just, it's not fair to the rest of the kids. Not that we think that every single kid gets, should get an award, but give it to them. But we don't need to do it in front of every other kid. So that all the rest of the kids feel like, oh shit, I knew Kylie Peters was going to get that award again. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was really challenging, I think for a lot of those kids, cause they knew they would never get it. And then the same kids got the perfect attendance awards. And those are the ones that the parents didn't want them home. Like, so like, it's just, so you have the, the negatives and the positives and it just, and then majority of us were in the middle and didn't get those. So I just feel that that pendulum is so cuckoo crazy. Now we're swinging it back. Like you said, you showed up for, you know, soccer practice. So now you get a gold medallion. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Kids are so smart too. I don't know if you remember this. I don't remember which kiddo had told me at one point, but the kids were always able to say, well, the first five months of school, these will be the five people that will get it. And they could even like tell you like what order. Oh, for sure. I mean, kids are smart. They see right through. They're like, every teacher always picks this kid first. Yep, always. Yeah, and so then it totally loses its its meaning. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. We love you, Kylie Peters, but come on. Do you love Kylie Peters? <laughs> it's not Kylie Peters anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but we could say that because then we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> That's right. Um, well, so as we continue talking about humility, um, I really want to get into a little deeper conversation about the difference between humility, where you aren't putting yourself out there and making a big deal about yourself, but where does it cross the line that then it actually becomes like, low self-esteem, right? right? Like, like actually self-deprecation, like you're, you're really putting yourself down. Like where's that line? And it is a line. It is totally a line. And I think a lot of people don't know how to handle praise. Don't know how to handle self-confidence. And so, and honestly, I think a lot of it stems from their childhood and what they were brought up with and how is that going to change 
when someone compliments you, you then belittle yourself of, oh yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal or thanks, but that it's, it's nothing. You know what? Anybody, you could do it way better than I could. Like it becomes such a, and then you're like trying to praise that person so much and they're, they're digging the hole deeper for themselves. And you're just finally like, what the hell? Like I am trying. Yeah. Just take it. Just say, thank you. Like live in it for a minute. It feels really good. Yes. I I just, and we have, we, you and I both have friends like that, that we just, we've tried praising and just encouraging and they just, they, they struggle. They struggle with anything to be prideful of or see, I'm using prideful as a, a positive again, to feel pride in their work or their their looks or their home or whatever they're doing that we notice and they negate to, to want you to notice. Yes. Yeah. And you're right. We both know people who do it. And our question really would be um, to those that are listening is like, at what point do you want to just hold yourself accountable and And be gracious. I love that word that you used earlier to be with humility, because I really do feel it is a gracious thing to be humble, but still thank the person who's noticing what you're doing. And to just say that simple, thank you, rather than putting yourself down, which it's kind of an awkward thing when you're around somebody that does that a lot. And you just want to like, give them a big hug and say, I think you're more worthy of yourself than you think you are. Yeah. Right? Like, I just want to fix people when, right. when <laughs> someone, when you job. compliment someone and they like the, and I obviously I'm not saying names, but like when I compliment someone and she'll always say, Kelly, you're so sweet. That's how she replies to a compliment to her. Kelly, you're so sweet. Like, I'm not trying to be sweet. But I'm not making it about myself. Thank you for thinking I'm sweet, but no, it's not about me. Like, just take it. Yeah. You just want to, you want to hug them. I want to shake them. Like, stop. You're so beautiful internally, externally. Like, you've got so much value for this world. Own it. Be happy. Like, I, I, go ahead. Sorry. Don't you think you're even like, if you think about those type of people, they don't come across like really a, a happy person and finding happiness as well. Content so, and joy seem to be lacking. I would agree. There's something missing. Yeah. Well, and I know for all of us, you know, we know that life's a half and half mix, but when we can enjoy those feelings of joyfulness and peace and content, it feels so good. And we can create that for ourselves. And one of the ways we can create that for ourselves is by really monitoring, am I being humble, which is great, or am I putting myself down? Because I had read somewhere, self-deprecation is not humility. And that's really important to remember. It's not the same thing. So uh, we really hope that you guys catch yourselves as... um, you're kind of just going forward in this next week. I wanted to share something, Cal. I don't know if you saw in the news over the weekend. Um, I know you're kind of a big baseball fan these days. You go to the I, baseball games all the been time. I've two games in the last few weeks. Yes, yes, I am. I went to a Padres and an Angels game. 
<laughs> you're kind of the baseball connoisseur. Um, well, in San Diego, um, there was... We call them the Padres. Yes, the Padres in San Diego. Um, they played over the weekend, and they have this new player. He's a rookie. His name is Daniel Camarina. And it was so cool. Like, I was so happy about this. And again, I only know about this because of my husband. Um, but he got, uh, so he's a relief pitcher. He got up to hit his first time up at bat in, you know, in the big show. And he gets up there, bases are loaded, and he hits a grand slam, right? Like, it out of the park. So cool. So and, cool. And won the game on that hit. Well, there were more hits, but it, it did move. I think it was like in the fourth or fifth inning. There were more scores after that, but they were losing until he did that. And then they got themselves on a winning streak for sure. And I was thinking about him. I was like, you know, he just has to be all smiles. Like I still think now four or five days later, He's still waking up with a big old smile on his face. Yeah. Like he's got to be so proud of himself for having hit that grand slam. Like that has to feel so good. He has to be so pleased with himself. But there's a cool picture on one of the social medias. And what he's doing is he's got his finger up to the heavens, like giving it to you, God. And I was like, that's the perfect balance. And that's what we've been talking about is this balance. It's a-okay to be proud, to be happy, to be pleased when things are going well. But at the same time, humility is not, did you just see what I did? Did you just, Padres, you better be so happy you signed me on, right? It's not like that. He gives credit where credit is due. And I loved that. I thought that was a really cool example of of balance. I love it. I love it. And his last name is Camarina. So I told Melissa, I said, because usually at any baseball field, like they'll play a certain song when a certain player comes up and everyone goes crazy. I think they're going to start playing Macarena. And I think there was another player that they were playing Macarena a few years ago for. Yeah. Marina. Oh, can I? so I, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to sing for him and be like in his cheering section. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. We need to start closing this party down for the day. Um, one of the things that we want to talk about is Next week when we are um, on here, we're going to actually create a worksheet for you guys. We did one for our last series. We're going to do another one for this series. And we're just going to, you know, have you start thinking about it right now about where are you? Where are you on? If you put yourself on this horizontal line that says one end, I am really proud. One end, I'm really humble. Where would you fall? Like in your day to day? Like, where do you think you would be? Well, get, just think about it. We're going to ask more questions about it and talk more about it next week. But until then, we will see you on the socials. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel Show, or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.